Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to our number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Kyle Matson here, James Ham there. Hour number two. Right now, we're taking you right up to noon where D'Lo and KC will take over. We'll talk Niners-Eagles, a massive game this weekend for the San Francisco 49ers, a game that they cannot afford to lose for multiple reasons. We will uh, dive into those reasons coming up. But, James, there was some interesting Kings news. Vladi is been around the team and hanging out and you've seen him at the arena and he's and he's there what he, he's back like just in like living in sacramento oh okay so <laughs> here's the deal uh uh sam amick uh wrote a piece this morning and i i have been able uh, on the athletic and i've been able to confirm and it's actually it's something that i've known for a couple of weeks but uh, the team was on the road, and it was kind of sensitive material that you didn't exactly want to ask in a crowded room of people and have this thing kind of spin out. So uh, Vlade Divac is back, uh, but as an ambassador on the business side. Um, so not in a front office role of some kind. Absolutely not. He has no basketball-related, uh, according to my sources, he has no basketball-related uh, connections. He he is an ambassador for the team. Um, like he went on a business trip to China with uh, with John Reinhardt's. Uh, like he's Who, who's John Reinhardt? He's one of the VPs of the Sacramento Kings Got on, the, it. on the business side, right? Um, he uh, so so basically, what Vlade is is he's still a connector with fans. He's still someone that you want in a room when you're. Uh, pitching major deals and because everyone loves Lotte and uh, I, I for one like I don't like the way that it all played out with Lotte here in Sacramento like there are so many things that people like some misunderstandings about this uh, there's some like language barrier issues here and there there's some issues with him being too honest 
and mm. being misunderstood with being with you know him being too honest. Like there are a lot of things that happened during the Vlade Divac era, um, and I, for one, who as someone who spent a ton of time around Vlade, like I I hate the fact that there are fans out there that don't like Vlade anymore, that that despise the Vlade Divac, what happened as a GM, and they're not able to get back. Like Vlade is a great Sacramento King. He's a Hall of Famer. He is well deserving of everything that he's he earned as a Sacramento King as an executive. I will tell you, there are so many executives in the NBA who uh, who were much worse than Vlade, and we could sit here and debate it all day long. But like, in a, there's always a world in which David Kahn exists, and Vlade Divac was never nearly as bad as anything that David Kahn ever did. He found you your superstar. Did he botch the 2018 draft? Yes, he did. But so did the Phoenix Suns at number one. So so, so I, did the Atlanta Hawks. Like, I, go ahead. I, I I know I know there's there's more to this, and I and I want to I want to hear what you have to say on it. But I I I'm trying to get in the, in the mind of a of a fan here that might hate Vladi or not yeah. not hate, but just have like a a negative feeling. Yeah, they're no toward, longer toward a fan Vlade. of Vladi. How about yeah, that? Yeah, there you go. Right? So n- people who were fans and and are no or, or fans of Vladi the player, but you know what, don't want him around the team now or whatever. I think it's because that 2018 draft represented the idea of like, okay, hey, change coming, or Luca, and they could. Yeah. Whereas, and it just looked like in those first couple of years that they just, hey, you know what, here comes another decade of incompetence because of this botched draft, and that was just the easy thing to look at. Because it was a glaring mistake that it outshined all these things that that you're going to list out that he did right down the stretch and where he left the team. So that's that's the thing is I think a lot of people probably look at that 2018 draft and they go, or they went at the time, what a failure. This team's not going to make the playoffs for another decade now. And it's all Vlade's fault. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can start wherever you want to with the Vlade Divac era, but I would say 2016. And the I had a better deal two days ago was tough. Okay, so 2016, mm-hmm. like that's a trade deadline. Okay, when he trades uh, Demarcus Cousins, right? So first of all, who won that? Who won that? That trade? The Kings did. The Sacramento Kings won the Demarcus Cousins trade. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no question about they. Okay, so two things happen. Number one, because you draft, because you trade Demarcus Cousins, you go in the tank in the last half of the 2015-16 season. Uh, no, no, the 2016-17 season. You go in the tank, right? Uh, you get the number ten pick in the draft because of that trade, because that's what you got from New Orleans. The I had a better deal two days ago thing. Okay, what happened there? Oh, what he God. what he specifically meant was he had a trade with the New Orleans Pelicans on Friday night. He went, they went to talk to DeMarcus Cousins' agent to tell him that they were trading DeMarcus to New Orleans mm-hmm. on Saturday. The His agent called the Pelicans and said, he will never sign an extension with you. Do not make this trade. Do No one will trade for DeMarcus Cousins. He is getting his extension in Sacramento. We want the $217 million or $221 million, whatever the extension was mm-hmm. that was agreed upon that they were going to give DeMarcus Cousins. They wanted that extension because the only way for them to get all that money was in Sacramento. Right. We will not sign an extension if he gets traded. He's either he so back out of the deal. The Pelicans went back to the Kings and said, "We're not giving you two first round picks. 
we'll give you a first and we'll give you two seconds instead because we need to buffer that situation with his his people. If we lose him for nothing, we don't want to be on the hook for two first round mm. picks. So that's what Vlade meant. He had a better deal, but an agent tanked his deal. And that's how that deal, that transaction happened. They traded him anyways. The only thing they got was they got Buddy Hield. They got a 2017 first round pick. Mm -hmm. When they traded Demarcus to New Orleans, the Pelicans go in the tank. They finished tenth, so the Kings got to keep. Uh, they got the number ten pick. Mm -hmm. Also, the Kings were a playoff team when they traded Demarcus Cousins. They fell all the way to number eight. They had a future first round pick from the JJ Hickson Omri Caspi trade. JJ Hickson years oh my God. before, right? So a deal that had been hanging over their head forever. Every year the pick had not been relayed. That was a top, it was a lottery protected pick. Oh no, it was a top ten protected pick. Because the Kings fell below the number ten pick, they got to keep that pick. Now Vlade had made this other trade which with a pick swap where he dumped uh, Carl Landry, Jason Thompson, Nick Stauskas to Philadelphia and gave up a future first-round pick and a pick swap. That so, was bad, too. It was bad, but he cleared $33 bucks in cap space so he could try to go make the team better. It didn't work out. Other players, other GMs have done stuff like that. That one just mm -hmm. it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. So the Kings actually move up from number eight to number three, but because of the pick swap, they fall to number five. Number five is where they draft Aaron Fox. If he did not trade to Marcus Cousins, he would not have had the fifth pick in the draft. They would not have had De'Aaron Fox. They would have only had the 10th pick. Now, we can talk about the 10th pick. They botch a 10th pick, but that wasn't all on Vlade either. They take the 10, which they should have just drafted either Bam Adebayo or Donovan Mitchell, who went number uh, 13 and 14. Mm -hmm. They trade for number 15 and number 20 because it's a really good draft. Mm -hmm. Where they blew that was that Justin Jackson wasn't the pick, but again, there was heavy influence from someone inside the organization to draft Justin Jackson because they may or may not have gone to the Final Four and watched him win the the championship for North Carolina. He was a good player in North Carolina. He was, but John Collins was a better player. Goes number 19. At right. number 20, uh, they took a gamble on Harry Giles with a knee issue because they knew they had so many players that were on first and second year contracts that they probably needed to redshirt a player anyways. Mm -hmm. So they had a choice between him and OG and Anobi. They chose OG and uh, they chose uh, Harry Giles instead of OG mm. and Anobi. And realistically, what they should have done is they should have drafted Kyle Kuzma to win number twenty-seven, but also had torn up everybody, everybody in pre-draft workouts in Sacramento, and should have been the pick at number twenty. So yes, he made some mistakes, but like, look, the Phoenix Suns drafted DeAndre Ayton number one. The Kings draft Bagley number two. Mm -hmm. The Atlanta Hawks traded yes. out of the number three spot. That's and that's, allowed Dallas to move up, and they draft a Trey Young at five instead of uh, instead of Luca. They've like, been competitive enough that that's gotten swept under the rug. Yes, but that's going to go down as an all timer, dude. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton is no longer a member of the Phoenix yeah. Suns. They didn't just the the Hawks didn't just draft the wrong guy. Yeah. Like they traded out of the spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and then I'll add this too. Like people want to blame the Luke Walton thing on Vlade. Like Vlade had an extensive search the previous time for a head coach. Mm. He he brought in twelve candidates. He brought in like eight of them twice. He brought in like four of them three times. Mm. And at the last second, Dave Yeager 
was able to leverage way, his way out of Memphis and on a Friday and on Saturday, the decision was made, not completely on Vlade's uh, watch, to hire Dave Yeager, even though he wasn't one of the 12 people they brought in and interviewed. So the next time around, Vlade wasn't messing around. He was hiring his guy. We knew he was that Luke Walton was going to be the head coach of the Sacramento Kings at the All-Star break while he was still coaching the Lakers. <laughs> Dave Yeager knew he was not going to be the head coach dating back to the beginning of the season. He told me, what do I got? 20 games on game one. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, I got 20 games. I was, I was with a different media organization at the time. And on media day, he, I was with a person from that media organization and he went, what do you think? A first coach fired this year? Yeah. It's like, oh, oh my God. And when they won, they still they still had a gen, an assistant general manager who tried to go and feed a story God. to the press. The Brandon Williams stuff was crazy. They still. So, so look, did Vlade make mistakes? Yes, but, man, just FYI, like, I, you guys all can love Jeff Petrie. Jeff Petrie took Jimmer Fredette, the pick before Clay Thompson. Six picks before, uh, five picks before Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Jimmer would have been Clay if he got to play next to Steph. The next season, (laughs) Jeff Petrie. I don't actually believe that. Go ahead. Jeff Petrie selected Thomas Robinson with the fifth pick Uh, in the draft, not Damian Lillard. So, like, look, uh, these things happen. Like, uh, did Vlade have a great run? No. But Vlade is a great king. I love to have him around the franchise. Anyone that walks up to Vlade and doesn't walk away with a smile on their face there's something wrong with you. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. His intentions have always been top tier, mm. whether his execution was or not. But I will tell you, he didn't leave the cupboard bare. They still have all their draft picks. They still have, they had no ridiculously bad contracts hanging mm-hmm. on to them that they couldn't get out from under. And lastly, you got De'Aaron Fox. He found the one star that you're waiting for. Vlad is back. That's James Ham. I'm Kyle Madsen. We're the insider sponsored by Jiffy Lube. Mad props. Coming up next. Now, back to the insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Loop on ESPN 1320. A show within a show. <laughs> it's so funny. The vibes on a Friday are always, are always up. Yeah, we know th- we talked like four minutes, not four minutes, four seconds into the rejoin song there. Wow. Like the rejoin song was playing when I realized that we were going, I'm just, it's just, just a good, and I'm in the middle of looking up my old Malachi Richardson tweets. Wow. I was a big fan of the Frank Mason, Buddy Heald, Malachi Richardson, Justin Jackson, Zach Randolph lineup. The Liddy committee, they called that. <laughs> there you go. That's what they called themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. <clears throat> Mad props. <laughs> Get serious, James. Gosh. Let's do this thing, All don't right. you know? Mad props. We're getting locked in. Mad props is something we do heading into every 49ers game. Mm-hmm. We take a look at uh, the 49ers game, and I pick some stats, and then we take a look at the uh, the Kings game from the weekend. This time we're picking the Friday game, and we decide which stat between the two that we're comparing will be higher and that's how mad props work so the first one this week we're going the Niners Eagles game obviously and then the the Kings Nuggets contest this the first be fun one, I'm excited Kyle yeah and I think I've got some good ones this week last week I had a couple of pretty bad misses but I feel good about this week 
We're starting off Brock Purdy pass attempts or Kings first quarter points. Kings first quarter points. You think the Kings are going to score a lot? Uh, yeah, I put them at 36. So I think the Niners are going to probably have to throw it more than they'd like, but <clears throat> mm. I think the rain is going to play a significant factor in how many pass attempts there are. I think Purdy probably lands like 27, 28. I think the Kings get to 30 plus. So I'm also going to go with the Kings there. What about Brandon Ayuk receiving yards <laughs> or made field goals in Kings Nuggets? Oh, Brandon Ayuk receiving yards. Yeah, keep in mind Ayuk has gone has gone like 100 plus yards 50. 100 plus 50-ish. And it's usually 80, on like four catches. Mhm. And then he'll have it like So he's alternated, I don't want to say bad game, but less productive game, more productive game, less productive had a less productive game against mm-hmm. Seattle. So I'm expecting a big game from Brandon Ayuk. However, because of the rain and that potentially throwing a wrench in the Niners' game plan, mm-hmm. as a, at least the Niners' passing game, I'm going to go with Kings Nuggets. I think that game is going to get up and down a little bit, and I expect there to be a lot of made field goals in Kings Nuggets. So that's that's going to be my pick there. You're going to go made field goals? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go Ayuk. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident Ayuk's going to have a big, big, big game. I Yeah. I think just either way, I mean, he's at 881 yards. I could see him trying to get that 119 yards to get to 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I, I you know, I, I think the one thing that's kind of surprising, he only has 45 catches on the year, uh, but it kind of goes. He's leading the league in yards per catch. Yeah, is it 19-6? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if I believe that much in the Eagles' secondary. But Ramsey in our in our YouTube chat at youtube.com slash ESPN1320, Ramsey says, made field goals, I believe. Philadelphia's secondary holds Ayuk slightly in check. I don't mm. know if it's their secondary or if it's, I think it would be either the pass rush or, like I said, the weather. Because I just, I don't think you can focus the necessary resources on Ayuk with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. And I'm not totally sure how good Philly's secondary is. I'm not convinced. Okay. But... I'm still taking made field goals. Christian McCaffrey touches, so catches and rushes, mm-hmm. or Demonis Sabonis points and assists against Nikola Jokic. Well, I mean against Denver, but... Points and assists versus... Okay, I'm going to say Sabonis. Okay. How come? Um, I think Sabonis... Uh, first of all, Sabonis has had a rough stretch. I think two days off... Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, again, I don't remember Sabonis having bad games last year, Mm -hmm. except for in the playoffs. Yeah. We're up to like five games where I think he's had a bad game. Really weird games, yeah. Yeah, like he did not have a good game against uh, the Warriors or the Clippers, but Mm -hmm. he also got... He had that stinker in Houston, too. He got smoked by uh, Sangoon a couple of times. And like, I, I think that like there's a... He is not had the type of even the new orleans games did not did not have the type of impact that mm-hmm. he typically has yeah and he's in a bit of a rut like this is a guy who, i think he had 66 double doubles last year mm. and i think he's already at like five games where he hasn't had a double double this year Man. yeah including I, I, two in a row which is like very surprising like he's he's always so consistently good mm-hmm and I feel like teams are figuring out the Kings offense and the first thing to do to take away 
to try to limit the Kings offense is to try to limit Demonis Sabonis. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he's having to fight through and he's got to adjust his game. He is shooting 42.9% from three. So he just keeps, uh, you know hoisting him. Shoot more. That's dude. Thank yes. Yeah, shoot I'm more. So with you. Yeah, shoot more because I I think that you need to prove that that's who you can be in order to space that floor again, and that's the counter, right? So, again, I let's see how many games. One, uh, two, three, four games this season without a double double. Um, out of the first seventeen, and he had sixteen all of last season. No, he didn't play seventy two, eighty two last year, right? He played eighty last year, and he had sixty six. So, uh, so fourteen. I think it, I think that's what his total was. He's already at four. Oof. Yeah, so um, three of the last four without a double double. I'm also going to go Domas points and assists. I think he gets to to the eighteen nineteen point range. I think he goes eight or nine assists. It's twenty seven or twenty eight on the points plus assists. Yeah. I think McCaffrey's probably looking at more like the twenty five touch range. Even if they do go to the ground game. I I think if it's like, hey, it's raining heavily, they're going to have to run it a ton. I think you're going to see Debo. I think you're going to see some more Elijah Mitchell. I don't think it's necessarily going to mean 35 carries for Christian McCaffrey. I think they're going to get more creative. Uh, yeah, yeah. A couple of different wrinkles. And, and I think they're going to have to because Philly's uh, defensive line is so good, especially in the middle, that yeah. if you try and do that long developing weird run stuff, I was talking about this on Candlestick Chronicles with, with uh, my co-host who remains nameless. Uh, my co-host Voldemort. <laughs> um, <laughs> Philly just Philly has has the players inside to just wreck what the Niners want to do in the run game, and so I think you're going to see some different stuff with motion and different kind of handoffs to maybe you see a carry for George Kittle and a couple for Debo and maybe one for Ayuk. They haven't done a ton of that with Ayuk, um, so that's that's where I think uh, the McCaffrey touches wind up getting getting depressed a little bit. George Kittle targets. So passes thrown at George Kittle or Trey Lyles field goal attempts. Okay. In my head, these numbers are both kind of around eight. Yes. Like that's the number that sticks out in my brain. Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, oh, this is a tough one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I'm really proud a, of this It's one. a tough one because um, there's a possibility that JaVale McGee gets minutes mm. here against a super tall and in that case, you know, I, I still like Trey Lyles against like Zeke and Najee. Sure. Um, off the bench. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Trey Lyles. Okay. I'm going with Kittle because A, I don't super believe in the Eagles linebackers in coverage, but B, I do believe in the Eagles pass rush. And I think that's going to mean a lot of play action rollout stuff, quick, easy throws, getting George Kittle involved, trying to get him in space where he can create some yards after the catch. I think they're going to target George Kittle a lot in this one. And if Philly's going to bring additional pressure, that's going to be the outlet is number 85. Okay. So I think I think Kittle gets in the in the 8 to 10 range. So I, I think Lyles is going to be about the same. I just think if one of them is going to have an outlier type of game where it's a 12, I think it would be Kittle more than Lyles. Okay. But ultimately, I think they wind up being pretty close. All right. 49ers sacks. Oh, we got to make this quick. Uh, 49ers sacks allowed. So sacks allowed by the yep. 49ers offense or De'Aaron Fox made threes. Oh, dog. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go De'Aaron Fox. Okay. I think he's going to, he's going to have a nice shooting night. He's due for a big night. And I think the 49ers are going to game plan around not letting Brock Purdy get hit too often. So okay. even if he gets sacked two or three times, I think you're going to see one of those like four or five made three nights from, from De'Aaron. 
I also he's due for a good one. Yeah, and I also think not having Bruce Brown there is a big deal. Like who's mm, gonna yeah. who's gonna stop? Like yeah. Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah. Yeah. Throw KCP at him. Uh, 49 now sacks by the 49ers defense. So how many times do they get Jalen Hurts on the ground for mm-hmm. a sack? Or Davion Mitchell made threes. Oh, 49ers. No question. I'm going to go Davion because I'm not totally certain that the Niners are going to sack Jalen Hurts. I think they're going to get him five times. Wow. That's a lot. Mark right. it. Lock them in. We will revisit those on Monday. I promise we'll get to a Monday where we revisit those. I think we have a lot of them different this week. Mm. I'm excited. Awesome. Can't wait. Two super fun games. We will continue talking about them next on the Insiders. Keys to victory for the Kings. Keys to victory for the 49ers. We're doing all of that next. Plus, the delivery that came from Jiffy Lube. We'll talk about that next. Oh. On the Insiders. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube. ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Um. Now, back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. I cannot believe that it's taken me this long to let you know about this, James. I'm so, so thrilled. So, we've talked about it the last couple of days. If you missed it or if you're just tuning in, maybe you're tuning in for the first time. And if you are, hello, welcome. We appreciate you. We're the Insiders. That's James. I'm Kyle. We're sponsored by Jiffy Lube, and we are on ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader every single day, Monday through Friday from 10 to noon, leading you right up to D-Lo and KC. So we pulled up one day this week. It was Tuesday. And behind James' desk, if you're watching on Twitch or, or YouTube or Facebook or Twitter maybe, you can see these giant wrapped gifts from Jiffy Lube. They say delivery from Jiffy Lube on there. Mm-hmm. We've not been allowed to open them. We don't know what's inside. We, we just know we're giving them away at some point. What's in the box? We've got to open them at some point and let people know what they're going to be winning. Okay. We know that the giveaway is set for two weeks, so not next week, but the week after, the week leading up to Christmas. We're going to be giving this stuff away. 
All right. I'm so in. make sure to stay locked in to find out how you can win the the mystery box. I feel like we're gonna tell you what it, you'll know what it is next week. You're so close to like we should just open one. I kind of want like don't. I really I really really want to because you know what I'm sick of doing. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? So I was gonna grab the whole clip, but then at one point he goes, "What's in the effing box?" And I'm like, "Oh nope, never mind." No. Yeah, but you know what? They said do not open them this week, and you know what we do? Standing on business. That's right. We're standing on business. We're not going to open the boxes. Kyle, I'm a winner. <laughs> and if I want to open a box, I'll open, the, I'll a, open a box. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you don't touch don't touch those boxes. We don't touch other people's privates. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Clicking drops is my favorite part of doing radio. I need to I need to get now that I've I have with my other job here here at, at Odyssey and figuring out my the the workflow to upload sound, I figured out a way easier way for me to upload sound, a way more efficient way. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna start having drops, bro. All right. I can't wait. I'm so excited. What's in the box? I can't tell you, Brad. And find out next week, right here on the Insiders. What's in the box? What are we gonna be giving away? Monday. We're gonna like Monday morning. Monday, just first thing. Yeah, first Not thing. first thing. We'll have football to talk about, but Monday we're talking about it. And again, we want to thank uh, our friends at Jiffy Lube for whatever's in the boxes. Thank you for dropping them off. I don't know. If you have a guess, let us know. Hit us up on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, whatever. All right. All right. We're excited, Kyle. I'm super amped. I re- legit. <laughs> I can't. I don't even get to have what's inside. Nope. And I'm really excited to see what it is. Okay. Yeah. I am too. I, like, this is awesome. Shout they, out Jeff. They did a nice job rapping too. Good good work. Good work rapping. Ramsey says break open only and in cases of emergency. I could just create an emergency right now. That way we could open one. That's true. Because what if it is something that could help with an emergency? The emergency could be that there it's are people. Fire hose. There are people waiting for a bus right behind you. That could be the emergency. Oh. They, it just looks friends. like they're waiting for a bus. Yeah. That's yeah, fascinating. It is. I wonder what they're doing. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I want to get a cover for that because I can't I can't professionally handle and if you're if you're listening on the radio, this is bad radio, I'm sorry. There's a window right behind me. Yep. And on the video stream, that window is very prominently displayed behind me and people it is right next to the main entryway in the main lobby of our offices. So when people walk in and out, you can see people walking by. There's currently people sitting on the little bench outside yep. just looking into this window and it's distracting for me. It's not weird at all, Kyle. It's a little odd. I don't like it. I got to make sure the back of my head looks nice. I got to make sure I'm like sitting up straight and not all slumped. We did not uh, have somebody do like the scream mask for Halloween. No, thank God. I'm going to sit sideways and make it awkward and look at these people while I talk. <laughs> I'm going to make them think I'm talking about them, but I'm not. We are kind of a human zoo. That's a good point here by Kyle Johnson in, in the chat. We are yeah. in like little glass con- like containers. Yeah. And people can like... Look at I don't us, know if this makes can... me feel better or worse about going to Zeus. <laughs> I think worse because I'm not a big fan of this. Uh, it's yeah. it's it's just kind of strange because people are right behind you. I know. All right, Kyle. And they don't even they don't even notice. I was hoping they would look up and see. Nope, they're not. Oh my God, no, there's not. Okay, here we go. Let's get back to it. Niners, Eagles, Kings, Nuggets. Let's. Do you want to start with Kings or Niners? Up to you. Um, we're gonna do keys to the game. Keys to victory. Let's. Let's go Niners so we have plenty of time to talk about it. And if we don't get to Kings, we can go quick. Okay. Like what is let's let's alternate these. Usually we do three and three. Let's alternate these. What is your first key? Get to Hertz. That's it. Get him. 
face him. He's mistake prone, man. He's got what is it? Eleven, uh, uh, eleven interceptions and six fumbles or something. Like, put pressure on this guy, make him make mistakes, and win the game that way. Yeah, I think I, I think a yeah, ten interceptions so far this year in eleven ten. games. Yeah, and I and I think there's a a small caveat to this for me, where you have to put pressure on him, but it also can't be an undisciplined rush like it you there's there's committing to your pass rush lanes right Mm -hmm. the Niners are going to have a game plan on the defensive line you can't have guys leaving their pass rush lanes where you're third and eight all right great you've gotten the Eagles to third and eight they can't use the tush push they're they're they've they've lost first and second down and you've got them right where you want them get off the field get the offense and then all of a sudden the Red Sea parts in the middle of the defensive line because uh Javon Hargrave went out of his rush lane Mm. and now Jalen Hurts runs for 25 yards and a first down like that's super demoralizing so yeah he needs Mm. to get and if you let him sit in the pocket he's he's going to pick you apart but if you speed up that process maybe have him throw it earlier than he wants I thought they did a really nice job of this last year in the NFC title game even even after Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson got hurt I thought they were they were pretty effective in, in in rushing the passer not letting him get outside the pocket and then collapsing the pocket around him. Like that's going to be really really crucial. Yeah. Because okay, great. You you beat the tackle but then he spins out and he's either got time to look down the field and throw or he's got all all day to run and he'll kill you with his legs. So, yeah. I I I like that key very much. Okay. My first key is something I just brought up. Keep them out of third and fourth and short. You're not going to stop the tush push or the nope. brotherly shove or whatever they're calling it these days. <laughs> whatever the youths are calling it. <laughs> the youths? No, nah, it, it, that's the way to stop it. And 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 Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, said this in his press conference yesterday. He's like, yeah, the way you stop it is you keep them out of that situation. You yeah. win first and second down. That's because you can't, Kyle Shanahan said you can't, you don't practice it because that is just mayhem. He's like, we're going to rep it. He joked. He's like, we're going to rep it 10 times and then see who we have left. <laughs> so you can't practice it. So you watch it on tape and you tell guys where to line up and you try and like philosophically, here's how we want to attack this play. But nobody's been able to stop it yet. I doubt the 49ers have the magic key to it. If the Eagles get to third and fourth and one, they're converting. Yes. So you've got, it's going to happen a couple times, but you've got to keep them out of that situation. Yeah. You, you have to avoid it. Yep. Yeah, especially down there in uh, in the red zone, M- make them make plays in the red area. Yeah, I almost feel like it, it's they're going to get it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like pull the chair, <laughs> just have everybody stand up. Yeah, just like step back. That's like, what, let that's, them all fall and then touch them. So that's I think I think that's and I don't know because I'm not on a defensive line, but low man wins. That's the thing in football, right? Low man wins. And that's what Jason Kelsey and that offensive line, they just get low. And I think the problem is everybody tries to get lower than them. But when you try and get lower than that, you're just laying on the ground. Yeah. I think you take a step back and then be the high man and you jump on top and you flatten that pile out and you just make it too heavy to move. I say you just, again, pull the chair and then step over him and grab the quarterback. <laughs> pull the chair. I mean, it's like a great basketball move. Like you cannot stop. There's nothing better. The future brother-in-law of Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, J- Jason Kelsey is, is just dynamite on that play. Oh, he is. Yeah, so um, that's, it, I, I don't have any, like, 
here's how to st- here's a definite way to stop that play because if I had that answer, I would be getting paid millions of dollars. Yep. To to give people that answer. So, but you'd also be standing on the sidelines while you did that. So, I'm a, I would same. be a, I would be a booth coach. <laughs> I'd be a booth guy. You don't you don't need to yell at see somebody in the eye and yell nah, at him hit you, hit him on top of the helmet with your whistle nah because that's not my energy man I'm way too <laughs> chill to be on an NFL sideline plus hey plus I could look over at my QC my my quality control guy or somebody at a timeout and be like hey bro run me a hot dog that's right like those not I know they got chicken strips in the press box right now go get me the chicken get me strips some C strips bro ah uh, yeah okay all right what's your second key to a Niners victory will the real MVP stand up what does this mean. This means I think this game is going to be won by the stars, and whoever stars shine mm. brightest uh, are not only going to you know take yeah. you know lead their team to victory, but they're going to take control of the MVP uh, race mm. right now. So whether that's Christian McCaffrey or it's Brock Purdy or it's Jalen Hurts, yeah, whoever does it, like the the real MVPs need to stand up in this mm. game and they need to shine, and the Niners have. Two, so like two is more than one. I, I heard it on a, a drug commercial one time, like a pharmaceutical hmm. commercial. Two is greater than one. It, it two is Good greater than one. By you. Yeah. So uh, I, yeah, we can have the MVP discussion till the cows come home. Yep. But it is very narrative driven, and if Christian McCaffrey goes for 150 yards and three total touchdowns, then it's going to be hey, what if this is in a Niners win? And is hey, what if this is the year a quarterback just doesn't win it? Like that's going to start to. I, I'm I'm totally with you. And this is just I. We get so far in the weeds talking about, and I say we, you, me, people watching and listening to this. Voldemort. Voldemort for Voldemort. sure. Um, <laughs> where you just overanalyze things sometimes. And Fred Warner said this in a press conference. I think it was last year. Might have been two years ago. Mm-hmm. He's like. You need your A players to play like A players. And that is just like, you know what? Damn, you're right. Yeah. I, there's, there's Sometimes there's not that much more to it. Can your dudes beat their dudes? And I think you're spot on. In a game like this, I, God love the Elijah Mitchells and the and the Spencer Burfords of the world. You know, Dre Greenlaw, as good as he is. Traverius Ward, as good as he is. This is going to come down to Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Trent Williams, Christian McCaffrey. Those are going to be your dudes. Yeah. Can your dudes Brock be Purdy. Brock Purdy. Like even, uh, like, this is, it goes beyond mm-hmm. a guy like Brandon Ayuk. Like he's, he can be impactful. He can have a great game, but like Brock Purdy would get that. Yeah. Would get the props for whatever yeah. happens there. So, yeah. Yeah, I think this is one of those games, man. If you want to be a defensive player of the year candidate, this is it for Fred Warner. You you do it right yep. here. And this, yep. on the biggest stage, you get a pick six, you chase down Jalen Hurts on a on an attempted yeah. run like whatever it is like you, you stop a tush push yeah you stop <laughs> yeah you fly over the top and you pull out the chair and touch him and stop the tush push yeah. there it is my second one is don't lose all your quarterbacks oh i think that's pretty th- right word and if <laughs> keep i don't even care if Brandon Allen just keep all three quarterbacks healthy yeah, or at least one of the three. We now have the third <laughs> option, right? There is a yes. third. Okay. So, so Brandon Allen is inactive on game days, but if Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold were to both get hurt, yep, Brandon Allen could play, but he can only play in the event that they are not cleared to return to action. That being Purdy and Darnold. Okay, 
And then if one of them is cleared, he has to come out of the game. Okay. So right. that's that's how that's how that goes. But yeah, so that's just a they a big reason they lost in the NFC title game last year was because they could not keep their two quarterbacks healthy. So maybe do it this year. I don't know. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Um are are we at my next one? Yeah, what's what's your third key to a 49ers victory? Yeah, don't let it come down to one drive. <laughs> like just win this thing. Yeah. Like if you you think you're going to beat the Eagles on the final drive of the game, um, there are a whole bunch of teams who are lined up to tell you you're not going to beat them in that situation. So yeah. don't make it come down to that. Like end the game. Like yeah, make want, it a ten point game with with you know four minutes left and and it's over. I would I I believe the 49ers can win this game. I don't know if they will, but I definitely believe they can. If they are not better than the Eagles, they are right there in that class of team. All of that said. If there's four minutes left and Jalen Hurts has the ball down by three, I don't love the Niners' chances. Nope. <laughs> and that's so I'm. Well, he's that guy right now, and Brock Purdy isn't what, yet. Okay, and that's what. Okay, I was going to say. What about conversely? What if it's the Niners down five with two and a half minutes left and one timeout? I think it's that's where you're like, this is a great learning opportunity. Go out there and do it. Yeah. Like, like he needs the those reps. Like. Mm-hmm. There's again. I talked about it all last season for the Kings. There was so much value to tight one point, two point games, mm-hmm. and the Kings won a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. There was so much value to that. Like blowout wins, they don't help you. Yeah. Like the other team gives up. That doesn't mm-hmm. help you. And I think even right now, the Kings, their wins, they've got a bunch of commanding wins. Mm-hmm. Right. But those tight ball games, win or lose, you learn so much more from that. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't hate it. If it was okay, Brock Purdy, let's see what you got. Like, if you want the legend of Brock Purdy to grow, then go out there and earn it. This is it. Go get one of those signature wins and put yourself in the in the conversation. The other problem with this is <laughs> you don't want to line up Jake Moody for a game winning field goal. Nope, <laughs> not even a little bit. I may have had to pick him up on fantasy football oh, to no. start this weekend because I, I thought it was interesting in prize picks. His kicking points, so points, they say kicking points, so there can't be a weird thing where there's a blocked field goal, but he picks it up and runs it in. Oh, okay, got it. So kicking points is six and a half, which means prize picks believes there's going to be some touchdowns. Yeah. Because six and a half is two field goals and an extra point. Or it's three field goals. Or three, right, Yeah. yeah, or three field goals. I don't, I think... Prize picks is of the mind that they're like one field goal and then three or four touchdowns. Yeah, that's no. that was that was interesting to me, but I would not trust Jake Moody in a in a game winning spot. Well, I mean, he's only had one real one and mm-hmm. and missed. Yeah, um, but I, there's also been some times where he's he's done, he's been solid. He's really struggled from outside of forty. Inside of forty, he has been cash money. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. But outside of forty, it's a little scary, man. It's yeah. a little scary. What's your? Is that your final one? That was my. Oh. That was my second one. Don't lose our QBs. What's your last one? Oh no, that no. was your last one. No, this is my last one. Yeah. Uh, let Brandon Ayuk cook, man. All right. It, this is where I think he is their best receiver, and in a big spot, you got to go to Ayuk. He mm. stretches the field horizontally. He stretches the field vertically. There's no route that he can't run. There's no corner that he can't get open against. I think in a in a third and five, make it Ayuk. Don't try and get cute with a weird screen. Don't try and get 
execute with a, you know, end around or reverse or a halfback pass or anything. Just, hey, get it to Ayuk. When in doubt, let number 11 cook because I genuinely think that's the best version of this Niners offense is when they are getting the ball to him, whether it's inside the numbers, outside the numbers, whatever it is. Um, I, I think number 11 has to be heavily, heavily involved on Sunday. All right. No, I'm with you. Um, I I would like to see Debo Debo involved heavily too because mm-hmm. these are this it's, is one of those games where you're like, hey man, especially if it's messy, like show up, like, yeah, and set the tone. I also think they've been saving him. I do. Mm. I think throughout this season they've been saving him. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise. He had he had a good game against Seattle, but a lot of that production was in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't shock me if that's the case again, where this is the physical tone. This is. Is how we're how, setting the tone. Yeah. How mm-hmm. we want this game to go. I think that's how the Niners are going to be looking at that. And okay. so I, I, I agree with you. It wouldn't shock me at all if Debo has a outsized impact in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, if they need to go to him late and, and really sort of send a message and, and try to end this thing, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't be surprised too. Like, I think you're waiting, you're, you're sort of reserving him for the playoffs yeah. where he's your major wild card. Yeah. But if you need that, if you're up two with three and a half minutes left and mm-hmm. you've got the ball on the 35, on the Eagles 35, I think that's where it's, hey, Debo end around or something creative to get Debo going downhill in space and see if he can yeah. try and end that one. All right. Do you have a prediction? I think it's going to be... You were spot on last week. I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring than some people think. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go 27, 21, 27, 20, 49ers. Hmm. Hmm. So you have them covering the three points. That's where, that's what's swaying me. So my brain says Eagles, something like 26, 23, they're at home. Mm. This is a, a, I think it's going to be kind of a weird game. It's going to be, I keep going back to the rain, but I I think that could be a Mm -hmm. pretty significant factor. And if it's a lot of run, I I don't know how much I trust the Niners defense. But then there's that line of Niners minus three and Eagles plus three feels like a trap. Mm. Vegas makes a lot of money on this. So I don't know. Have I picked the 49ers to win a game all year on here? I don't think so. No, I picked them to win last week against... Seattle, I just thought it was going to be closer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's most of it. You think it, most of the time when you do pick them, you always have them close. Yeah, I definitely, I I, I don't think they win by a tutty. I'm going to pick the 49ers. Mm. Am I? <sighs> it's illogical. The Eagles are, mm. Come on, Kyle. You got this. All right, because of the line, because I think Vegas is trying to trick me into picking the Eagles, plus the three points. <laughs> I'm going to take the 49ers to win. And I'm going to take them to win 23 to 18. Oh. 23-18. All right. Now, it's not enough points for the Eagles. Hang on. 23-23. Now, nah, I'm sticking with it. All right. 23. 18 is really low scoring for Philly, though. They're going to score. Okay, I'm amending this. 28 for the 49ers. 27 for the 49ers. I've got prize picks at play here. Okay. I have Jake Moody to score more than seven points. I need a couple field goals in here. Okay. 
Um, so give me Niners 27, Eagles 23. 27-23. Niners cover. <sighs> okay, so I said 27-20. You said 20... 7 23. 27 23. A little bit closer. Oh. All right. I feel like you're. I have no feel, dude. I have no feel for this game at all. Mm. I'm literally going based off the line. If it was a pick 'em, my my prediction would be different. Oh. Oh. Yeah. All right. right. Real quick, let's rip through these Kings keys to the game before we hand this off to D'Lo and KC. I'll go first this time. Go. My first one, my first key is run them out of the gym. Yep. Nuggets on the second night of a road back-to-back. Get up and down. Try and get ahead early. Get them, like Remember the Clippers the other night got ahead early and the Kings yep. just could never quite battle back in? Do that to Denver. Okay. Get ahead early and, and don't let them fight back. Uh, my first key, Sabonis needs to find himself. Yep. Yep, he's been a little lost. Yeah, and I think uh, running and getting up and down would, would help him yep. in, in doing that. I agree. I think you got to make Nikola Jokic work on defense. And I should have brought this up earlier, but I know this isn't the Kings offense, but I would throw him in some pick and roll. Yeah. I, know that's, I know that goes kind of against the whole movement offense, and it's something that Steve Kerr doesn't like to do, and Mike Brown was under Steve Kerr for, for those few years in, in Golden State. But, man, I put put Nikola Jokic in a pick and roll where he's got to defend De'Aaron. I'm going to trust Jordy to make the right decisions here on the defensive calls. Mm. Jordy was there in Denver for five years. Hmm. Uh, Mikey, zone up. Um, they're the top two-point percentage team, one of the top two-point hmm. percentage teams in the league. All right. Uh, last one for me. Don't make Fox do it alone. Someone else got to show up. Yep. Uh, number three for me, take notes. This is the team the Kings want to be. Yep. Go out there and play hard. See, no let the chips fall where they may. Speaking of showing up, D'Lo and KC are right about to do that. We've been the Insiders. Everybody have a great weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. Bye. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.